You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the something of somethings. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Thursday, and it's the... Nope, no, it's not. Nope. <laughs> Wait a minute. John, if you Friday. thought today was Thursday, Friday. the joke is on you, because you've just... You've just you're the butt of one of our patented practical jokes. <laughs> In fact, it was an elaborate practical joke to make you think today was Thursday. Joke's on you. It was an elaborate practical joke to make you think that we actually record a daily Garfield podcast. No, we do day. not. Uh, John, today is Friday. It's the 8th of June, 1979. We are looking at the 355th ever Garfield strip. John, what happens in today's Garfield? In today's storied episode of Garfield, Garfield touches a pie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Garfield yeah, touches a one. pie. That's I want to make sure I was happens. looking at the right, the right uh, synopsis You've got to make sure yeah. you're looking at the right row in the spreadsheet. Otherwise, give people the wrong idea. You might say the wrong day. That <laughs> Classic mistake that yeah. I make. Panel one, um, John. Yeah. This is not standard countertop position. No, no, no sir. No, no okay. sir. Well, okay, between Garfield and the pie, you know, perhaps it is. I mean, if you the know pie what? were this Garfield like a, like, and okay, John, this is a, and Garfield were yeah. John, and the frame were positioned differently, yes. Yeah. This is this is like double standard countertop position. We've got Garfield on a pie <clears throat> on, on the left side of the frame, and then we've uh-huh. got John Arbuckle... And his plate of mashed potatoes and peas. Uh huh. It's a little bit of a double standard countertop position. If again, if the food were a Garfield's, complex, a complex composition. If the foods were Garfield's and the Garfield were a John Arbuckle. Sure, sure. I'm, 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 I'm saying we're hinting at some sort of grand unified, you know, mm, double. Yeah. The- John, theme thing. and variations. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's a theme and variations upon Garfield looking at a pie. So Garfield's looking at a pie on stage left or mm-hmm. right, stage right. Uh, yep. John is eating some food, stage left. Uh-huh. He's he's definitely eating that food. Yeah, uh, he's got he's got some in his cheek. His cheeks mm-hmm. bulging his, out there. His and mouth is sh- full. He's and he's shoveling an, more into yeah, his mouth before he pull. even swallows. John Arbuckle, a- you you animal. What a goddamn sloth! Yeah, or close your slob. close your mouth. First you swallow, first you chew, then you swallow, then you talk. He's he's chewing and putting more food in his mouth and talking at the same time. <laughs> no wonder this guy can't get a girlfriend. He's had several girlfriends. No wonder this guy can't keep a girlfriend. Okay, all right, there you go. Well, okay. In fairness, he did dump one of them. Oh, uh, Felicia. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Garfield is is looking at this pie. He wants it. That's yeah. That's the subtext. Mm-hmm. The pie. Can we mention that there's that uh, little line of 
steam rising up from the pie, wafting yeah, up. We can mention that, provided we also mention the fact that there is, once again, no trivet underneath this clearly piping hot baking dish. What the fuck, Arbuckle? I mean, look at the way John Arbuckle is eating those mashed potatoes. Is that is that the demeanor of a man who owns a trivet? John, uh, yeah, I don't know. This I, is I, not prissy John Arbuckle. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I I I feel like it's inconsistent, but mm. we can move on. We can okay. move on. That's fine. Um, John is apparently speaking to Garfield here. Yep. Sort of out of the side of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, like, there's a bunch of food in there, so it's a little, you know, you gotta speak out of the side, (laughs) sort of. Um, A a not-so-thinly-veiled threat. It's, it it could not be less veiled, Less veiled, yeah. Uh, Touch my pie and you die. You know what this is an example of, John? A rhyming couplet? I was going to say deterrence. Well, you know, six of one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only, if only, if only mm. all deterrence in international relations was delivered in rhyming couplets. If uh, John Arbuckle says, uh, if you threaten my pie, you will be met with fire and fury and, frankly, power. Yeah. If you... Frankly, power. If right? you launch missiles at Guam and you'll get the bomb. See, why can't we do, why can't our elected leaders do that? Is it not clear from fire and fury what you're talking about? Like what the f- like of no, all the things No, because it like, didn't rhyme. I, I like he might as well have never done or said anything horrible in the past. Like forget everything. <laughs> I want to focus on this. Like fire and fury. Oh, and let me be frank. Power. <laughs> Talking about power. What a fucking shit show. I know, right? Uh, the thing two. is, I mean, we don't need to get into this. Because this is, John, let this me remind you. This is not a political you. show. This is a Daily Garfield recap podcast. The thing is, like, as explosive and extreme as that language is, it's not actually that clear what line he's drawing like right. deterrence de, you know effective deterrence requires real clarity about what consequences will follow what action such as right to get us back on track touch my pie and you die that's very clear that's it's very, very clear. clear of course what um, we learn in this strip is that john arbuckle has no credibility yeah, well, you know, also a reference to, hopefully. Um, yeah, uh, so in panel two, um, Garfield threatens Guam. Yeah. John does a single take, turning around. Um, okay, so yeah, Garfield's touching the pie, and yep. Yep. it makes the sound effect touch. With just, I like that it's just one little fingertip touching the pie. Like, he's doing the it is. minimum possible. It, it is. Do you like that his finger... It, is like impossibly f- large and fat. Yeah, yeah. And I like that it, it's just yeah. barely touching it. Like, because yep. Garfield, 
he doesn't even want to touch a pie. He wants to eat a pie. He's just enjoying defying Concur. John Arbuckle. Concur. Yeah. He's defiance for the sake of defiance. Um, like when St. Augustine stole those pears. Thank you. Panel three, Exunt Garfield. Yeah, that is one right. hell of a motion line onomatopoeia combo. <laughs> yeah, it really is. This may, this may be the most intense motion line we've ever, we've ever seen. Would you describe it as florid? I would now. Yeah, like, look, because okay, you get the two lines, which each yeah, have let's curly cues on the bottom. Yeah. On the ends, and then between mm-hmm. them is this big zoom with exclamation marks, and the whole yep. thing is like wide on the inside. Wow! wow. But no, it's not solid wide on the inside. There's no. actually a gradient, and I know this was colored after the fact. Good and point. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Uh, it's <coughs> white around the edges of the inside. It's like the mm-hmm. white. The white space is like a buffer, you know, between the black lines and the sort of tan. Yep. Uh, ish sort of background of the word zoom john let's take this a step further you note very (laughs) i I thought you'd never ask you note very correctly that today's strip of course was originally black and white it wasn't colored but we know that the shaded areas on the back of the panel were in the original black and white strips correct agreed and so those that shaded area isn't uh uh doesn't extend between the motion lines where the zoom is. So that part was originally um, colored differently than the background. So even in the original black and white, that zoom would have just jumped off the page at you. Yeah, I mean, assuming... I don't know exactly what their process is for colorizing these. I don't know if they... Like they, they wouldn't might just they wouldn't color over all the because that shaded area what? is just a bunch of little black dots, right? Okay, but what what's to preclude them from coloring over that? I mean, they do, you just you just put white space over it and then you color it. What's to clue them to do it in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair point. Fair point. It seems like a lot of work to make that thing white for no reason if it wasn't white already. I feel like we're kind of burying the lead here. Oh, which is that Garfield zoomed away after touching the pie? Yeah, Garfield's... Well, no, it's John's response, uh-huh. which is... Weird. Unusually... I, I gotta also say pretty... Florid. Uh, pretty... Yeah, also florid. Pretty effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly poetic. Mm. Uh, big bold letters. John shouting. I'm not gonna shout. Please don't. We don't do that on this podcast. No. This Always is always a- riding the ragged edge of disaster, aren't you, Garfield? Mm. The ragged edge of disaster. That's that's actually a pretty good phrase. Yeah, we have been down, down, down on Jim Davis's prose style for uh-huh. so long, uh-huh. but riding the ragged edge of disaster. That's I like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. This um, is a winner. This is like, uh, you know, as third panels go, mm-hmm. it's pretty high up there. Do you want to talk about deterrence some more? Okay. I mean, I just, um, like, is John Arbuckle going to actually kill Garfield now? Probably not. Okay, but if but y- you got to keep in mind, like, who is the deterrence intended for? Like, it's like like nobody else is watching this. No, so he's like, trying to deter Garfield. Right, but but Garfield has already committed <coughs> the transgression. Like killing Garfield at this point 
will not cement his credibility with Garfield because Garfield would be dead. Mm-hmm. No, well, you know, if okay. Odie were watching, you know, like like if it's about making him an exa- an example of him. Uh, well, we don't know that Odie and Lyman aren't watching. That's number one. But you no, think, oh, do you think Lyman is operating the camera? It's possible. I mean, uh, Lyman did do some early cinematography for Paws Incorporated. <laughs> um, I thought he did the editing early on before I, before Walter Murch took over. I guess what I'm saying is the the line "Touch my pie and you die" was never credible to begin with. Garfield knew John would not follow through, and he's deliberately doing the lightest possible touch, like going sure. just over the line to yes, say, so like, he's testing him. Killing Garfield was is like the nuclear option in this case. You know, um, North Korea in 2010 sinks a South Korean destroyer. Like that's super provocative, mm-hmm. but they they kind of. You know, Kim Jong-un's a gambler a little bit, and he kind of knows, like, there's no way that South Korea and the United States are going to respond with, like, a full-on war, like, by escalating into something that could become a war. Garfield's, you know, riding that, as John Arbuckle says, riding the ragged edge of disaster uh, in the same fashion. So it's, John's observation is, is not only... Not only uh, uh, surprisingly eloquent, but it's but it's also insightful, impressioned. Like mm. like like that's exactly what it, you know. It's accurate. Yeah yeah no it it is. Yeah. I think it. I think they sometimes call this the order disorder paradox. It's like once you have the nuclear weapons, like, right? There's such a powerful deterrent, but because you everybody knows you're probably not going to use them, they push further and further and further. As Garfield does in this case, right? Do you think? Do you think Garfield's uh, Outlaw Country album is called "Riding the Ragged Edge of Disaster"? <laughs> if only. Uh, am I hosting this one, or are you? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, I am. Who knows? Okay. <clears throat> You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, riding the ragged edge <laughs> of disaster. You can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Why not do that? Please visit the blog at www.jimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjimjim
that happens in a movie, and then and then afterwards they're like, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, like, I mean that, that doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. Though I would dispute the notion, John, that anything in podcasts matters. <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't, I don't know if I said that. Oh, okay, all right. I think when the t- uh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna know. Cause I'm the-